Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So about Michael Jordan, how you going to hit from outside the finals? You can't even get in. Welcome to the Basketball Addicts Podcast. Today we've got a good one. Today is the first day we're going to talk about the Milwaukee Bucks winning a game in this series. This is the game we're reacting to the 2-1 lead. The Bucks uh. winning at home court. That This was the game on the last night, Sunday, July 11th. So we're reacting to this game that the Bucks won by 20. It was a really big lead. Um a lot of things happened in this game that really was unique to this game. Um, so, yeah, that that's going to be the little bit of the outline of this game. So, yeah, Chris, I'm going to let you lead it off and hear what you have to say about this game first. So, it was Milwaukee, the refs versus the Suns. Um, <laughs> oh, my goodness. 16 <clears throat> free throws. <laughs> One person mm-hmm. on the Bucks team shot 16 free throws. But that's not the point. But the big main point that I'm taking away from this is that Giannis is the type of player that we think he is for one Mm -hmm. superstars need to have games like these. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Games where they literally put the team on their back Mm -hmm. and will them to a win. That's a positive for the Bucks. You have your star. Like if you didn't believe you had a star, you have your star. No matter if you're missing free throws, air bowling free throws, whatever he's doing on the free throw line, he take a 17 seconds on the free throw line, whatever that may be. You have your definitive star. You have your franchise in Giannis Antetokounmpo because he literally put your team on his back and said, I'm going to win this game. Yeah. Big upside. Now, the problem is that you didn't get, he wasn't able to get everybody to come along with him. Mm -hmm. The next highest score, I believe, was what, 21 points? Yeah, Drew Holiday at 21, Chris Middleton had uh, six, uh, 18. That doesn't work. Mm-hmm. That doesn't work. This series is over. And the reason why the series is over is because if you can lead all you want to, but if you can't get other, you can't get the rest of your team to buy in like you do, mm-hmm. the game's over. Everybody on the Suns have bought in. We have seen Cam Johnson. I mean, like, I like to bring up Cam Johnson because you you see all you see Cam Johnson all the time. He's this rookie. You know what I mean? Like, he may be hitting the spot-up shots. He may be taking the easy drives. But he believes he can win this game. He believes he can get his first ring in his rookie year. I but, think he's not a rookie. I think he is a rookie. He just got drafted last too- year. He got drafted in the Cam Dredd in the Cam Reddish uh, one. He just came out of Kentucky, Duke. If he if he's from the Cam Reddish one, that'll be two years ago or three years ago. Is it is it two years ago? Okay, maybe that's two years ago. Yeah. My bad. He okay. believes. Mikhail Bridges believes 
Devin Booker believes. CP3 believes. Mm-hmm. Cameron Payne yeah. believes. Yeah, they do. They believe. Now mm-hmm. I don't. I can't say that. The, I can't. I don't see the Bucks truly believing because, like, if they believed, I know that they have this. Oh, one day I'm gonna go off. Next day you're gonna go off between Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton. But that doesn't. That can't exactly. Happen. You can't win mm-hmm. that way. That can't happen. You have to. Mm-hmm. They have to both buy in. You have like if Chris Middleton gonna drop thirty points, we need Drew Holiday to drop twenty three, twenty five to thirty points as well. Or you're not winning mm-hmm. that game. This is not convincing because only Giannis Antetokounmpo wants to win. Yeah, he believes, mm-hmm. and they're waiting. They were like, "Oh, finally, we, we this guy believes." But eh, I'm a little bit iffy. You can't win that way. Series over. Suns in five because they have not completely bought in. He keeps trying to like, "Come on, guys, come with me. Hop on my back." You just drop your 20 points, 20 to, 20 to 25 points. I'm going to drop like 40 to 50 points, and we could win a series. They're like, eh, I'll give you like 15 points. Eh, I'll yeah. give you like 16 points. Eh, I'll give you maybe mm-hmm. 18, 21. That's not going to win a series. It's over. Yeah. Because they, they like, I don't know what it is. I'm not going to blame Giannis because he's doing his part. It's the coach's fault because you're not inspiring your team enough to make them want to believe they can win the series. They've lost, and their spirit has been broken. Hmm. <clears throat> but Monty Williams is uplifting his team. Oh man, every yeah. game, no matter the loss or whatnot, they like, yeah, we still got this. Still believe. You believe. Bucks don't believe, and that's why they'll hmm. lose. Um. Well, I saw something a little different. So, this is definitely a game. That was deeper than the scoreboard. Mm. So DeAndre Ayton got four fouls, I think, sometime in the third quarter and wasn't able to play most of the third. Not three, four fouls by, like, the third quarter. Mm-hmm. So, like, the third quarter, he couldn't play. So by, like, the fourth quarter-ish, the Bucks were up by, like, 15-ish. So that kind of helps with Giannis's stats because they don't have Dario Sarge, so they're really thin at that position. So it was basically, like, Devin Booker, like random people guarding Giannis Antetokounmpo, which obviously is not going to work. Mm-hmm. They have Frank Kaminsky in there too, but he's not; he's obviously not able to guard Giannis. So they, they, that kind of played into their more smaller abilities, which I think gets overplayed, which people talk about how much they dominate inside. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, they are a bigger team, but they they are not playing like the '90s when you have Tim Duncan and David Robinson where they're dominating inside like that. It's just mostly right. Giannis, and that's what he does. And yeah, Brooke Lopez can post up, but it's nothing that special. Um, honestly, I was. This is the most meaningless win in the NBA Finals I've seen in the lot. This is why, Chris. We keep on talking about it. It's the gosh darn pick and roll. All right, they keep on having Brooke Lopez at center. They didn't change anything, okay? That's not going to be translatable. You're literally saying, okay, DeAndre, Chris Paul beat me. I mean, Chris Paul without DeAndre for basically a whole quarter put up 19-9. That's a a great (laughs) stat line. Right. All right, and DeAndre without playing a full quarter put up 18-9 with ridiculous 8-11 field goal percentage. It's probably one of the better games I've seen DeAndre Ayton play. He was actually hitting some like 12-foot jumpers. I saw him um, but, jumper, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, 
it, this is absolutely ridiculousness. Um, because in my opinion, the Bucks are in the equal level as the Suns as a team. But the fact that D- Devin Booker dropped 10, we're never going to see this again in the NBA Finals. Okay, Devin Booker is not going to touch one next to his number of points for the rest of the series. Right. It's not going to happen again. All right. Um, I don't know if it was something about home court, but the refs did let the Bucks play a little bit more physical. I definitely could tell a little bit of difference in that, but it's it, it's it's not going to be translatable. It's it's really it's to be honest with you. I see what you're saying about Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday, but I feel like it's more of a Chris Middleton thing than a Drew Holiday thing because Drew Holiday did have nine nine assists too, so that's a pretty good stat line. Um, and he shot fifty seven percent from the field. It was just, uh, you know, they have a decent big three but it's just how they are structuring the rest of their team is not going to be consistently being able to beat this team like you were supposed to take this game yeah you were like you had home court advantage you just lost two games in a row you have all the need in the world to take this game the suns probably could have taken it off all right you didn't have a deandre for a full quarter in the pick and roll and you didn't have him exposing you in, you know, being a more of a paint presence defensively. Mm-hmm. So this is this is a, an odd game where not many things are translatable to the future. So you either can switch the pick and roll, Milwaukee, or lose in five or six because it's happening. All right. It is this is this is basically this is a weird game where I feel much more confident about the Suns going forward than the Bucks, even though the Suns lost. Mm-hmm. Because I I don't really foresee Devin Booker being as bad. Obviously, DeAndre Ayton's not going to magically miss quarters again. And, you know, I think the Bucks shot a ridiculous, pretty high uh, field goal percentage from three, too. I can bring it up here in about five seconds. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, they start 38% from the fr- three-point line. Yeah, we're not going to shot 39. Yeah, I mean... Completely dominated in every single category of the game. Literally, basically, literally every single one. Free throws um, attempted, free, free throws made. Even free throw percentage, which is yeah. completely uh, refs. different. <laughs> refs. Well, I can't help them make it. <laughs> free throw percentage is, you know, it's them, bro. But I, yeah, I I honestly, I mean, Giannis Antetokounmpo is special. Um. I, I feel like everybody's able to see him in this moment and be like, okay, he can do it at the biggest stage. No yeah. longer a question. Right. But it's just probably going to be, you know, the Suns won, won the get a ring. Chris Paul is about to get a ring. Um, Devin Booker is going to have a ring. And uh, in my opinion, Mike Budenholzer is the worst coach in the NBA Finals ever. It is absolutely ridiculous. I've never seen a coach literally rob his team of going of winning an NBA finals because the fact that you beat them by 20 with the flawed pick and roll shows me what the potential already is right mm-hmm. i mean there's a lot of factors that played into you having this lead but i mean this is not i i honestly think it's ridiculous i i think they're acting like Oh, we have Brooke Lopez. We're gonna have size on the floor with Giannis. Like, no, bro. Nobody's scared of Brooke Lopez in the NBA Finals posting him up. Right. All right. He's the fifth option on offense. 
it's not that important. You can bring in Brian Forbes and he'll be your fifth guy in offense too. Like it's not that complicated. It's just they're acting like it's the paint presences from the Brook Lopez Giannis combination, not just a, being able to undertake and understand that it's Giannis, right? Giannis makes your whole formula of your team work. Yeah. And it's just you're they're over overrating Brook Lopez. And I just I I honestly think it's Ridiculous, man. I, I I, mean, he played 21 minutes tonight, which is a little less than usual, which makes me happy. But I, I don't want to see him on the floor. I mean, you know who what's crazy is we trash Tyrone Lou a lot, right? Mm-hmm. But being a, not a good coach, who is sitting on the bench in the NBA finals because he couldn't switch consistently on defense and was getting exposed by Draymond Green because his post-up game wasn't working because Draymond Green guarded perfectly was in his head. NBA Finals, sitting on the bench. Do you remember? No, I don't. Kevin Love. Uh, okay. Kevin Love was sitting on the bench because he couldn't guard anybody in the pick and roll because he got slow feet, right? He, But his abilities was, oh, I can post up. I'm Kevin Love. Not on Draymond Green, bro. Yeah. Draymond Green was locking. Kevin, it was just one of those matchups. Every NBA, there's all sports is about matchups. Right, Draymond exactly. Green is the worst possible matchup in the world to Kevin Love because he has he's shorter, so he has better feet and the long arms, good defense. Like it's just terrible matchup. So Tyron Lewis, like okay, even though Kevin Love's our max guy, quote unquote, he's our third star. He's not helping us win, and I don't care if I'm putting down a third star and what the media thinks of it, because people may not understand basketball. Say, oh, Kevin Love's not on the floor. This guy must not know what he's doing coaching with. Like, no, I don't care. Mm-hmm. I want to win a ring. Mike Budenholzer is caring about Brooke Lopez more than Tyron Luke cared about Kevin Love. Yeah. Like, that's just a little example to show you how flawed Mike Budenholzer is thinking. And in my opinion, how un. Uh, just outmanned and just not prepared he is for the situation, in my opinion. I don't think he is an NBA-level coach. I think he needs to be an assistant. I, I don't really care what he's done in the regular season. The ability to, to literally push down your team in a negative way in the NBA Finals when he's paid millions of dollars to do this and everybody sees it, is it's getting ridiculous. Like, it really is. Like, I, bro, you can't tell me going into game one that we wouldn't have been like, okay, Chris Paul and DeAndre Ayton's pick and roll is amazing. Chris Paul loves his mid-range shots. We might want to put Giannis at the center. You're telling me, me and you, if we were coaches, wouldn't have been able to figure that out. Oh, yeah, we definitely put Giannis at the center. That was the same problem in Atlanta. Exactly right. same problem. So, and what happened was, go ahead. Yeah, you're exactly right. No, you can you keep on going. I think we're going the same place. What are you saying? Yeah, that's exactly what happened in Atlanta. Like the only reason they were able to beat Atlanta was because of the fact that that Giannis got injured, and then they had, then Bobby Portis and Trey Lopez. I mean, I mean, Trey, yeah, Trey Young got injured, and then Giannis Giannis did get injured a little in that series as well. Yeah, true, he got injured mm-hmm. in that series as well, and that's the only reason they won was because Trey Young, Giannis were out, and Bobby Portis and Brooke Lopez were able to play down low. Yes, and dominate. Completely agree. Completely agree. Yeah, so yeah, I completely agree. We would have definitely have seen it already and noticed it. Like, and honestly, it's kind of sad. How much better would the Atlanta Hawks Clint Capella look against the Suns in the pick and roll 
than the Bucks. It would look the Hawks, like- the Hawks might be able to take the Suns. I, I they match up really well. It would be very equal, pick, pick and roll yes. wise. Yeah, it would be a much better series for sure. Two great coaches. That, that's a match made in heaven. Yeah, Nate McMillan's a real one. <laughs> Mike Bonehoser just somehow got Al Horford and Paul Millsap, Kyle Korver, Jeff Teague, and that whole team to get to the Eastern Conference Finals. That one season where they went like 62 games and Kyle Korver was an all-star. Yeah. yeah. You know the all-star voting sucks when Kyle Korver makes it an all-star. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Boonhoser, he just has to learn. Like we already had our podcast going in on him. That's why I really do was trying to avoid it. But it's it's so clear and glaring you in the face that you can't. Like yes. everything that you said, I completely agree with. He's mm. Brooke Lopez is a liability. Haven't you learned that already? You should have seen it. Yes. You should have seen yes. it in the last series. They mm-hmm. were whooping his ass. Like it was like, oh, exactly. Brooke Lopez down there. Let's go down there and score continuously. Mm-hmm. Everybody was scoring on him. And the only reason they lost. Because Atlanta was going to beat you. A first-time team in the playoffs was going to beat the so-called, what, they were a one seed at one point. They were like one of the so-called, well, technically, they were like the second-best team in the East. They were going to lose to the Atlanta Hawks mm-hmm. because of drop coverage. Right, exactly. And, and now they're going to lose to the Suns because of drop coverage. Unless, God forbid, exactly. knock on wood, one of the great players on the Suns get injured, and then we have yeah, a series not. after that. But if mm-hmm. not, it's over. It's over. It over. And it now, over. now it's going to be a blemish on Giannis's record, but it shouldn't be because it's his coach's fault. But now they're going to be like, oh, he wasn't able to make this to the NBA Finals. Not as he made it to the NBA Finals and he lost. Mm-hmm. 0 1. Yeah. yeah, I completely agree, bro. This is sad. Uh, yeah, because the best player in the series usually wins the NBA Finals. Usually the team's good enough so he gets the edge. But, you know, it's just, it's kind of like LeBron in just a different way. Just, you know. Well, all right. Do you have anything else, Chris? Um, Giannis Antetokounmpo, if you listen to this podcast, which probably not, please. <laughs> please. Subscribe. <talk laughs> that, subscribe. Shout us out. <laughs> and if you can, please talk to your front office and get Boonhoser out of there, or if not, request a trade for your own sanity, because you're not going yes. anywhere with Boonhoser. He doesn't yes. learn. Mm-hmm. Doesn't adapt. All right, you want to give them our socials, Chris? Oh, sure. All right. Yep. So you can follow us on Instagram at underscore addicted to basketball, also on TikTok at addicted to basketball 9798. Then you can also follow our new YouTube channel where you can see some of our TikToks, and then we'll eventually be having these Zoom calls that we're having. You actually have a visual podcast to look at. You can follow, follow me, you can subscribe to us at the basketball addicts. That's the basketball addicts, and you can follow us on there. Look out for some new content coming in. We got three platforms cooking. Right? Also hit that download button when you listen to this podcast. If you like it, give us a rating. Yeah. If you don't like it, don't find the rating button. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah, uh, we're going to cut it here. So my name is Jason hey, Collins. Hey, wait, guys. I have one thing for y'all. Sorry mm. interject. <laughs> um. I wanted to, I saw something that I thought was pretty interesting. Um, y'all can still hear me, right? Yeah. Yes, sir. Okay. So I saw something that on Twitter today that I thought was pretty interesting that you guys might just want to take a little snap at. I know we're trying to wrap up here. Um, this 
uh, person is they're a big basketball um, fanatic as well. That's literally all they do is just live tweet basketball games. Um, this was their take on um, the past couple games has been. Um, I honestly don't understand <clears throat> the coach Bud hate. Bud isn't the one out there missing wide open shots. Two time coach of the year. How can you say he is a horrible coach? What? What did he say? <laughs> what are those? I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> hold, for on, starters, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Jake. First ahead. things first. I mean, one, not every. Okay. It's not 2K. These, these are human beings. They don't make every single shot. Very okay. true. Usually they're not quote unquote wide open, right? They're contested. They're just kind of wide open. So it's not like they're just taking warm up jumpers out there. Mike Budenholzer controls the defense and the scheme of going into the game plan. Chris Paul is like 37 and ancient. Can't break any damn anybody off the dribble. It's literally He's like an old grandpa. He needs the pick and roll to create space for him every second that he's on the basketball court. And Mike Boodle was just like, yeah, old grandpa, please just get to your spots or give me the lob to DeAndre. Like, he's just ridiculous. I mean, yeah. Yeah, Chris, you you go in. For one, that's just, in the words, blasphemous. I mean, (laughs) listen, you just said, Jason, you summed it up perfectly. I'm just going to go ahead and just piggyback off that. You just said that don't blame Coach Budenhoser, who makes the offensive scheme and defensive scheme. He mm-hmm. is a coach. He controls who go in, who goes out, <laughs> and where they play on the floor. Yes. How is it not his fault? Exactly. We see it. You must not be a – I mean, you may not – understand it possibly that could be just it you probably just don't understand it mm-hmm. but if you are a basketball fan or if you understand the game of basketball you look at the game and every go on any social media right now and everybody says the exact same thing that we said why mm-hmm. the fuck is brooke lopez playing right now <laughs> at the five bro why you have to blame boot who are you blaming are you gonna play blame Giannis? he's dropping 40 are you going to blame Chris Middleton? He's being Chris Middleton. Are you going to blame Drew Holiday? He's being Drew Holiday. Are you going to blame yeah. Brent Forbes? He comes off the bench. Who are you going to blame? Yeah. Who are you blaming? Honestly, blame Brooke honestly, Lopez. And Brooke, you can't blame Brooke Lopez because he's being put in that position it's not his to fault. be the scapegoat. Yeah. He's a scapegoat yes. right now. You're, he's put in that position to be a scapegoat. Blame the coach. Get him out of there. He needs fired. Done. Yes. Yes. I mean, there's coaches that have won coach of the year that are like absolutely poor. Like the the Wayne Casey, he gets fired like the year after he wins coach of the year. That's how much little coach of the year meets. He's literally coaching Detroit, which I think people know like two people from Detroit. The, that Bay? was the year. Maybe. Yeah. I, I think uh, Jeremy Grant. J- Jeremy Grant is on there. Yeah. Killian Hayes, that I'd say those are the three that I know, but I mean, it's it's coach of the year is an overrated thing. I mean, Greg Popovich hasn't won in a long time. The guy from the Dallas Mavericks is coaching the Pacers now. Rick Carlisle hasn't won in a long time. Like Steve Kerr's has won. Like the, the real great coaches don't really win this award. 
it's kind of like MVP. They give it to the like, just I mean, Nikola Jokic. He's not the best player in the world. So that's that's, that's where true. I'm going with. Yeah. You know, the best coach, the coach of the year is not always the best. coach. It's just best record. I mean, D'Antoni won coach of the year before, but he hasn't won yes. NBA finals or went been to one. I mean, Doc mm-hmm. Rivers, I'm pretty sure he went, he won coach oh of the year gosh. before, but he hasn't been to an NBA finals. He hasn't. He, Doc Rivers <laughs> has. You said I mean, Doc Rivers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Doc Rivers has been to the bus. So, I mean, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Come on now. You just needed Kevin Garnett, Ray Allen, Rajon Rondo, and Paul Pierce to yeah. get there. <laughs> Kendrick Perkins before he got paid by Oklahoma City Thunder. Exactly. It's not, yeah. You have a generational and talent. Tony Allen, Tony Allen, who Kobe Bryant literally wrote in an article saying that he's the best defender that's ever guarded him. He was Very coming true. off the yeah. bench. <laughs> they, they had a squad. But I'm saying this is that you have a generational talent, Alex DeCumpo. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. Why he's made defensive. He made the all defensive team this year. Mm-hmm. He's the best defensive player on your team. Exactly. Why is he not playing his position? <laughs> yeah. I have two things on this. But I'm going to try to hit quickly. You know, Stan Van Gundy. Oh, you remember yeah. 10 years ago, Stan Van Gundy was like the hottest coach on the market with the Lando Magic. Right. Everybody loves Stan Van Gundy. That's probably about three or two years before Budenholzer was big. Stan Van Gundy couldn't coach. The Pelicans have two of probably the top 20 best players on their team, and they're like the 13th best team in their conference. There's 15 teams in the conference. Okay? That's how terrible of a coach Stan Van Gundy was. He got fired after one year. So not every coach that used to be good is going to be relevant now. And there was this revolution called Steph Curry who eliminated centers in the pick and roll. This has been happening since 2014, Chris. Literally, like it, this, like the Cleveland Cavaliers was like, oh, we can't have anybody taller than Tristan Thompson on our team because, Jesus, they can't move their feet enough to guard stuff. Like, the guard revolution of being able to score off the dribble from four layers is completely revolutionized and eliminated bigger centers unless they're extremely dominant like Joel Embiid. Yeah. So I mean, this has been ha- this is it's been the reality of the NBA for like five years. Like you can't like there's half the teams in the NBA that have guards that can shoot from twenty six feet out. Like I don't even. It's just like some ancient stuff that was ran in like two thousand twelve. They just holding on to. <laughs> like Putin's. It's okay. People with platforms sometimes don't need to comment. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, tell them to listen to our podcast. We got better content. Yeah, just listen to our podcast and learn something, my guy. Yeah, I'll just uh, slide into his his mentions and be like, "Hey, everybody who's following this guy, just don't listen to him." Right? You guys just trying to throw shade on this man. Shade. Everybody with a platform don't need to comment. Bro, I bet you if I drew up the difference between a two three zone and a three two zone, he wouldn't know. So so I'm guessing <laughs> we, we we drew up a pick and roll. He might not know what the roll is. <laughs> right. <just> say it. <laughs> Either oh rolls gosh. or pop outs. Like, come on now. Figure it out. He probably has him going to the quarter or something like that. Something ridiculous like that. <laughs> That's not even a pick and roll anymore. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Alrighty. <laughs> well, we gotta yeah, we cut should, it. Yeah, we should probably wrap it up. All right. Well, I'm Jason Collins, <laughs> and I'm Chris Muhammad. 
we're the basketball addicts. Peace. Come back later so we can roast other people. Please. <laughs> that was fun. That was really fun. All right. Peace out.